Radio. This is Bobby with your Catholic News headlines for the week ending the 8th of August 2014. In this week's news, Congregation for Divine Worship confirms the sign of peace will remain where it is in the Mass. A child born of a surrogate mother in Thailand abandoned for having Down syndrome. Sydney Christians unite against persecution in Iraq. Sydney farewells its late Archbishop. And Sydney to host the 2014 Catholic Digital Media Conference. Pope Francis has approved a letter by the Congregation for Divine Worship and the Sacraments confirming that the sign of peace will remain where it currently is in the Mass. The decision follows discussions among theologians on whether the sign of peace would be more appropriate before the presentation of the gifts. The letter says it will not be moved so as not to introduce structural changes to the Roman Missal. The letter also clarified the correct use of the gesture, stating the need to ensure there is never a song for peace, people should not move from their place to exchange the sign of peace, and the priest should not depart from the altar to offer peace to members of the congregation. The letter emphasised the time should not be used to offer holiday greetings, congratulations or condolences. According to the letter, the sign of peace should be done with dignity and awareness, as a witness to the Christian belief that true peace is a gift of Christ's death and resurrection. It reads that if the faithful do not understand and do not show in their ritual gestures the true significance of the right of peace, they are weakened in the Christian concept of peace and their fruitful participation in the Eucharist is negatively affected. Questions have been raised about regulation of international surrogacy after an Australian couple allegedly abandoned a Down syndrome child born of a surrogate mother in Thailand. Australian media have reported that a West Australian couple contracted a 21-year-old Thai woman named Pataraman Chanbua in a surrogacy agreement, resulting in twin children. Reports indicate that Miss Chanbua was urged to abort one of the twins named Gami after he was diagnosed with Down syndrome in utero. After the children were born in December last year, it is alleged that the Australian couple took their healthy female twin back to Australia and abandoned Gammy to Ms Chambua. Gammy has since been in hospital due to a congenital heart condition, and Ms Chambua is now demanding that the Australian parents return the female twin. The Australian couple dispute the claim that they urged Ms Chambua to abort Gammy and that the child was abandoned, stating that they were forced to leave Thailand without Gammy due to the political unrest in the region. In response to the case, the Thai government, which previously had no laws concerning surrogacy, has outlawed surrogacy except in non-commercial cases between blood relatives. The case has also prompted response by the Australian federal government. Minister for Foreign Affairs Julie Bishop announced that an interdepartmental committee would hold several meetings to discuss issues related to international surrogacy arrangements. While commercial surrogacy is illegal in Australia, Australians are able to enter commercial surrogacy agreements overseas 
with the resulting children subject to Australian immigration check. The Catholic Church teaches that surrogate motherhood is morally illicit. Donum Vitae from the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith states that surrogate motherhood fails to live up to the responsibility of marriage and the conjugal act, offends the dignity of the child and creates a detrimental division between the physical, psychological and moral elements which make up a family. Australia's Coptic, Assyrian, Chaldean and Syriac communities have hosted a demonstration through the streets of Sydney calling on the United Nations to assist Iraqi Christians persecuted by Islamic State militants. The peaceful protest in the Sydney CBD last Saturday attracted over 5,000 people marching from Central Station to Martin Place. Addressing the crowds, former Fairfield City Council Mayor Samir Youssef pleaded for Australian and international governments to stand up for Iraqi Christians and fight against militant Islam. Mr Yusuf said, the only way we can stop this persecution is for the international community to step in and encourage and help the Iraqi government to be a government for all people, regardless of their religious sect or belief. Chiara Parola, who was at the protest, spoke to Cradio about the demonstration. There was a really good vibes from the crowd. Everybody was really energetic and enthusiastic and positive about the whole situation. And I felt really, really at home in the crowd. And it was really important to me that I was there because there's not a lot that I could actually do for my brothers and sisters in Iraq who are suffering right now. But one thing I could do, one small thing I could do was make sure the world knew and that we knew that they were there and that they were in pain and hopefully maybe we'll get some action on that point. But the march certainly achieved what it set out to achieve which was to get some attention and it was a real, it was a real joy and a pleasure to be a part of. A worldwide day of prayer for Iraq also took place on Wednesday in response to the call for prayer from Iraq's church leaders. Chaldean Patriarch Louis Raphael Iseko announced the World Day of Prayer in a statement which called on all people to, quote, combine our voices and our hearts before the Lord in order to ask for peace. Aid to the Church in Need International President Johannes von Heermann echoed Patriarch Seiko's request to the International Church, saying, In view of such suffering, as we are forced to watch in Iraq today, it is time to join together with our suffering brothers and sisters and to show the world that we have not abandoned them. Cardinal Edward Bate Clancy, former Archbishop of Sydney, passed away on Sunday at 90 years of age. Cardinal Clancy was born in Lithgow, New South Wales on the 13th of December 1923 to school teacher John Bede Clancy and Ellen Lucy Edwards. After completing his studies at the Parramatta Morris Brothers College, he was ordained a priest in 1949. In 1965, he earned his doctorate in theology and started teaching at the University of Sydney. Cardinal Clancy was made Auxiliary Bishop of Sydney on the 19th of January 1974 and four years later was appointed Archbishop of Canberra and Goulburn. On the 12th of February 1983, he was appointed Archbishop of Sydney and elevated to Cardinal Priest of Santa Maria in Valicella on the 28th of June 1988. He remained Archbishop of Sydney until his retirement in 2001 when he was succeeded by Cardinal George Pell. In 1992, Cardinal Clancy became the Foundation Chancellor of the Australian Catholic University. 
During the episcopacy of Cardinal Clancy, Parramatta Seminary was closed and the Seminary of the Good Shepherd was opened in Homebush, the current seminary for Sydney. Sydney's Apostolic Administrator, Bishop Peter Comensoli, said the news caused great sadness. He was a great churchman and a true leader with total dedication to his vocation, Bishop Comensoli said. Pope Francis sent a message to Bishop Comensoli offering his condolences on the news of Cardinal Clancy's passing. I join you in commending the late Cardinal's soul to God the Father of Mercies with gratitude for his years of Episcopal ministry and his wise pastoral leadership in the Archdiocese of Sydney, Pope Francis said. A vigil mass will be held for the late Cardinal at St Mary's Cathedral at 7.30pm tonight. His body was received in the cathedral yesterday afternoon and he will lie in state until the funeral at 10am tomorrow. Australia and New Zealand's Catholic digital media enthusiasts will get a chance to learn from two of the world's foremost Catholic media figures in August for the first staging of the Catholic Digital Media Conference. Popular US speakers and podcasters Greg and Jennifer Willits will speak on the benefits of digital media for the work of evangelization and how to create quality Catholic media. Greg, who along with his wife Jennifer, was instrumental in beginning the Catholic New Media Conference in the US, spoke to us about the importance of these sorts of gatherings for the church and her mission. This stuff is vitally, vitally important because the world is looking at media for their daily consumption of what's happening in the world. And they're finding out about the faith from places that don't necessarily support the faith. And so looking to things like the Catholic Digital Media Conference is so vital for the growth of the church because this is where people are looking for content. And if we're there representing the church, if we're there pointing people to Jesus Christ, it's going to make a massive difference in the world. The follow-up to the successful CNMC Melbourne in September 2013, CDMC Sydney will offer insights into how Catholics can and should use the internet to share the message of the gospel with useful tips on how platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and Instagram can be tools for evangelisation. Other speakers at the conference include Australians and New Zealanders who are involved either professionally or in their personal lives in using online media as a tool to share the message of Christ. CDMC Sydney is taking place at the Isabel Menton Theatre at Mary MacKillop Place in North Sydney on the 19th and 20th of August. For more details or to register, visit cdmcaustralia.com. Registrations close on Monday. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details of those stories or for more Catholic talks, interviews and programs, visit cradio.org.au.